Welcome to another episode of Life's 3x5's podcast. Liz and Tim have created the ideal conversation formula for them. Everything begins with what's on a 3x5 index card. It can be anything and it can go anywhere in 30 minutes or so. If allowed, they can somehow magically become connected by a single word. And now, today's unscripted and unpredictable conversation between two longtime radio friends from a remote location with Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. My first day on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> My first day it's with a microphone. It's been so long. <laughs> we really haven't been. We really, Tim, we have a new season. This is number one of season three. Yes. And I kind of forgot how it all worked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's because it's been so damn long. And, I know, it's vacation. And Well, it's not my fault. You went away. I did. Well, so did you. you but you Well, I did because I you went, went away. away. That's right. I know. Well, we're back. All right. Hi, everybody. So this is your area. So you need to describe where we are today on this bright, sunny, beautiful day. I will. This is, first of all, Life's 3x5s, and I'm Liz Wilder-Boyer. And I'm Tim Larson. And we are on the banks of the Rock River in Rockford, Illinois, on a beautiful deck right across the river from Atwood Park. Mm-hmm. And Atwood Park is just fabulous. There's a golf course up there, too. Uh, right now, we're just looking at the picnic area, or one part of the picnic area. Mm-hmm. And sitting at a table at the at the boathouse of my house. <laughs> my God, you have a boathouse. Yeah, I have a boathouse. St- when you say that, does your nose automatically go up? No, actually, no? it doesn't. Okay, because no. sometimes it's a pain in the ass when it floods. Yeah, oh, God, okay. yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, it really is, because then you got to clean out all the silt. Oh, and of course. Move everything to the upper loft, which is not finished. You know, when I was first introduced to this place, it was in the fall, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And the whole river, and this is no exaggeration, <laughs> the whole river was covered in geese. Yeah, it was. And, and ice. And they were loud. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. It's like, is it like living at the airport that after a while you just get used to it? You don't hear it. But remember when I told you that winter time on the river is still noisy? Mm-hmm. And you're like, no way. It can't be any noisier than boats going up and down the river. I'm like, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And it was. Yeah. You wow. hear the ice cracking. You hear yeah. the geese over there. But right now, today, there is nobody on the river, yeah. at least right now. We've seen boats going by, pulling the tubes, a couple skiers, too. Yeah. This is actually... One of the places that the ski bronx like to come and practice because it's a little calmer than it is down where they Shorewood actually, Park. Shorewood Park, yeah. yeah where they Did you know my off. ski bronx passed? Ah, uh, tell me about it. Mm, when I was still a WROK, Bill Carlson came in and said, uh, in order for us to be more competitive, we need to up our points in the announcer category. <gasps> you were announcer for that? Yep. yep. Guess what? I was I, an announcer for the Quincy one. Just. For the I ski show team? Yeah. Oh my God, that's another parallel between us. Yes! That's and you know that was the first crap. time First time I came to Rockford was with that team. What was the name of the team? Oh shit, think if I can remember that. Hell, I don't know. Quincy something or other. I really don't remember, but it was a wow. long time ago. Um, so anyway, that's what I remember that. And then really? I remember down here going, look at all these. God, I hope I don't forget my lines. God, look at all these. Wonderful. <laughs> Ooh, they're really good. What look year do you one. suppose that was? Oh, it was the 80s. I was 88, I believe, through Ooh, 91. Could have been. Is it possible that we competed been. against each other? I'm going to have to really go back in my archives and look again. It could have been. Wow. Because I was on, this, yeah, it could have been. Anyone, we won state that next 80s. year. Yeah, I'm sure, because yeah. we, we, were, we weren't very good, but we were building. Well, a, lot, yeah. of, a lot of what we had is we had numbers. Oh. You had a lot of people. I remember oh, that. Man. I we remember could, that. We could put up some gigantic pyramids, mm-hmm. and we had very good master crafts with the Yamaha engines. Man, I remember you know Tom McKiskey and Bill Carlson and Bob Jacobin. I know all and, those names. Oh, I know those names. Oh, God. It's like club soccer or club hockey is these days. When you're committed, oh, You're good. committed. Oh, good oh, yeah. God. That's why they made it a family thing, oh. because you could kill your family time and your sport like whatever it is all at the same time and there would be and there would be generations of these people so it wasn't just you know ah, oh, this kid got okay the parents followed along no the grandparents were skiers it's like are you kidding me and we did great themes and i still am in touch with a lot of these folks and you pick up it's sort of like the radio people right, you, you right, pick right. up right, right where, where you, you left off right where you left off mm-hmm. i think that this is timely 
for a toast. Okay. Oh, you want to hear the boat? Yeah, the boat's coming by. It's a tuber. There it goes. Look at that. It's a Mastercraft, just like we were talking about, and two kids on the tuber. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Those guys are good. Okay. So do you want me to do the toast, or do you want to toast? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Here's to high winds and mermaids and the Rock Ness Monster. (laughs) Click, 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 click. So for those folks that don't really know, we have a rock, because it's a rock river, Rock Ness Monster on the river. And it still exists. And it's green. It's sort of loopy-doopy, you know, it sort of comes (laughs) up and goes down. And, you know, these people go on the bike path and go, what What is that? that? I know. It sort of looks like a drift piece of wood, but yet it's green and, and I, it's got I know it needs spikes on it or I know something. it needs some updating yeah by the way funny. thank you Steve Summers one of our old radio buddies for our 95.3 the bull uh, koozies they are really really nice for our uh, beer this afternoon and what are you drinking like a Mike's it's lemonade a Mike's. something yeah, a Mike's um what's the color what's what's hard the black cherry oh black cherry you want to try it interesting you want to try it I don't know. Try it. Try it. I mean, it's usually good. you don't listen lead to me. me I'm pushing. I'm pushing you. <gasps> drink, drink, drink. Try it. You'll like it. Isn't that supposed to be cold? Because it's not. Oh. No, it's not. Mm-mm-mm. No. Of course, we've been sitting here. We've been sitting here for a couple hours doing our our little our job. Yeah, our little business stuff. Yeah. yeah, but that's fine. I heard a thing when I went into Chicago for an event for the uh, Museum of Broadcast Communications. That sounded like fun. It was. Sounded like so much fun. It was fantastic. You know what? I think you need to make a little. You just need to record all that stuff. So that's your job. <laughs> record all that stuff and put it on our podcast. Don't we usually joke about giving each other homework? I know. I've given you homework. Lately, I gave did. me I homework. But this is for everybody to listen to because I know it was just the stories that you were telling me on the phone. Oh, fun, know, Tim. And, you know, sometimes if you draw a parallel, to, okay, if it was a Green Bay Packer thing or if it was a Chicago Bear thing or Chicago Cubs thing, then they go, oh, geez, crap, if that happened to me, yeah. this just happens to be another category, which happens to be our radio. old radio stuff. Yeah. But it's just as cool, yeah. you know, and, and the people have impacted you just as much when you were a teenager. But, you know, some of those names are legends. John Records Landecker. Yeah, Tommy Edwards. Uh Uh-huh, Larry Lujak. Yeah, Diana Williams was there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bob Stroud was there. Mm -hmm. Wendy Snyder. And it just went on and on and on from there. So let me just tell you ahead of time that I will go ahead and, and do what you asked me to do, and I will put it on our other project, which is called Storyteller's Studio. And that is another podcast project where we are capturing audio history from our old radio friends. And I think we're like 20 episodes in so far. Uh-huh. And so I will do that so I don't forget. Half good, the yeah. good. <laughs> and we'll, we'll uh, let you see pictures and stuff too. So when I told some of the people, because uh-huh. I went out to dinner with some former WLS and WCFL guys, when I was telling them I was doing a uh, podcast, And I was sort of giving them an idea of sort of what direction we take and so on. You know, just giving them an idea. They said, oh, geez, oh, my God. Here's a parallel for you. It says, Top 40 Radio was mostly paint by colors, stay within the lines, read your liners, play your Top 40 records. He says, I get the... Cookie cutter. Yeah, cookie cutter. Yeah. Yeah. He says, I get the idea that your podcast is finger painting. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, pretty much. We are. Yeah, yeah. we can go any direction, any yeah, color. Any and I'm, and I'm going to put my finger in his paints, too. <laughs> so it's just going to kind of be all over the place. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I have purchased uh, uh, like a six-pack of 12 by 12 canvases. Oh, yes. And every so often, because I've got these excess paints left over from when we were at Skyward, and every so often I will just go in and just sort of mess. And it may take me four or five days, and sometimes... I get rubber gloves and I dip my fingers in paint and I sort of flick at it. And other times <laughs> I make, you know, strokes and stuff like that. We should do a finger painting canvas one day. And uh, we we did painting already. I know, but together. Cuz you said you stick your finger in I my paint. Know, yeah, did. that would be a mess. And it would sort of be I mean, there has But to... finger painting, what do you just you just kind of Yeah, just wherever. Yeah. Hi guys. You know the uh, oh, they lost their. Well, that's a different one. You know that's the other one. the other thing that would have to be tied with that is alcohol. 
Because when you do those little painting class things, you know, they're, uh-huh. they're usually at wineries. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah Cheers. Yeah. Yeah, hey, there by you the go. way, do you have your glasses with you? I do. All right. What Remember Brian Thomas? Okay. Okay, Brian Thomas is uh, obviously trying to get mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so this Brian is... Thomas, Brian Thomas, Brian <laughs> Thomas. There you go. Three times, so Brian. This, so this is... <laughs> You're so funny. So this is a comic strip. Oh, funny. Okay. That he thought so much of it that he printed it out, laminated it. Oh, my gosh. Put the date on the back and put his sticker on the back and mailed it to me because of you. Because of me? Yes. Oh, God. What's it say? So this is Garfield. Oh, gosh. By by Jim Davis. I like Garfield. And by the way, Jim Davis is also a graduate from Ball State University where Eric went. I didn't know that. And and do you know the name? And I say this. I say this name. Like, there's no friggin' way you would ever know it. Do you know the name of the owner of Garfield? Uh, uh-uh. Uh. His name is John Q. Artbuckle. <laughs> it's like, damn. Kind of like Garfunkel. Yeah, sort of. Oh. Yeah, yeah, sort of. So, John Q. Artbuckle. Okay. So, so go ahead and do the audio oh, version of it. this clip and see okay, what you think. Okay, so John says, oh, this is so cute. <laughs> there are so many wonderful things about Liz, as Garfield is looking on. I made a list, and Garfield says, that's sweet. 14,327 to be exact. Garfield looks at him and says, that's scary. I love this. Isn't that hilarious? That's fun. So you can put that on your refrigerator. Oh, is this for me? Yes, of course. <gasps> yes, I'm a re-gifter. Yeah, you are. Thank I you. do. Well, thank you, Tim. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Thank you, sure. Brian Thomas. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. So uh, you remember when... Um, when we were doing uh, uh, WGN and we met John Williams. Yes. And I was telling you about his speed jokes. Yes. And he yes, does yes, it yes, every, yes, day. every day. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to catch them and I don't always catch them. But you sent one in, didn't you? I did. What and you could it? also catch them because they put it on a podcast and they put it on WGN, WGNradio.com. Oh, okay. So you, okay. Can pull, you can pull them up. I mean, go you can go way back. They started this thing because so much negative content during the uh, pandemic. Right. They go, God, we need some fluffy stuff. Come on. This is just, it's, it's just beating us down. Right. So they started this thing and it has not ended and it has... Kind of taken on legs? It, it sort of has. Yeah. <sighs> it got traction very, very quickly. So here's one that I sent in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and again, they're stupid. <laughs> they're sort of meant to be stupid. Okay. Here's mine. What do you call a California teenager... More than eager to park your car for you for a tip. Mm, what? Oh, my God. A valet girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> a valet girl. Oh, I love it. And it's That's not. Cute. And when you tell somebody and you have to explain it, oh it's not. God. It's not near as funny. Yeah, you have to explain. You just have it. to. You have to sound like the Valley Girl. I know. I tried. Oh my god! I, I tried, oh my god! I tried my best. Oh my god! All right, you gave me. one. I had one. Yeah, because I heard one when I was at Sturgis. But I heard a couple of. But them. did you end up like the very first one about the dog? Did you ever submit it? Not yet. Oh, that's your homework. That's my homework. Okay, that's my homework to submit it. So don't steal it from me. No, I'm not going to steal it. No, not it. you. Anybody who's listening. Oh. Intellectual property. Oh, it's intellectual property. Oh, oh, I saw your nose go up on that one. Not that so one. much, not so much for the boathouse. <laughs> but if you steal my ideas, I am. I'm gonna get all pissed off. Uh, okay, so here it is. I spotted a Dalmatian the other day. It was the least I could do for him. <laughs> but um, bump. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> I like that one. So the Dalmatian in the beginning was an albino. Oh shoot, that's how I should have said it. No, well, you can alter it. I spotted an albino. No. <laughs> yeah, I spotted an albino Dalmatian the other day. It's the least I could do for him. Yeah. That's what I should have said. Oh, dang. I knew I could remember. Oh, yeah, do- you know what? I am not good at telling jokes, period. My, I, I get them all screwed up. My husband has said that, too. I don't see how people do it. You know, Riley O'Neill that we worked with in radio, he has a mental Rolodex of every joke ever told. And I don't understand how he does it. Riley is amazing. I he, don't get it. I just it. love it. He can pull any joke. You, you can give him a topic and he's got a joke for it. Yeah. He's but good. how do you store that crap? I just don't understand it. Shoot, how do you tell it? Well, I can't even yeah, remember yeah, the punchline. Yeah. I'm really bad about that. I'm like, <laughs> I can kind of remember the setup. 
And then the punchline, I blow it every single time. And I have to ask my husband, tell me how that goes again. And he's like, honey, you how many times? You can't phone a friend in the middle of a I joke. I know, right? <laughs> and I try, and it just doesn't work. So, yeah. Oh, I, see, that's why I didn't. I think that's why I didn't send it, because I just couldn't remember it. Hey, did I tell you uh, partially how I occupied my time when you were gone in Minneapolis? Did no, I tell you that well, story? You, you told me that we were doing interviews, because mm-hmm. we were doing it for our Storyteller Studio, but then what did you do? As a side thing, I told Kelly, Ryan, I said, you know, what What do we do in Minneapolis? You know, I've got like a the little... Mall at, mall well, at America, well, right? That, that was her first thing. And I said, I've already done that, you know, and of course, have. you know, we've done the uh, nature things, you know, 10,000 lakes, the whole nine oh, years. I haven't done that either. And she said, uh, how about Paisley Park? Oh, from Prince. And I go, holy <gasps> crap, that's it. Yes. You know, that place is 62,000 square feet. What? It's insane. You know, I knew it was big and I didn't know how big. Now, doesn't he live there or didn't, excuse me, he's rest in peace. Didn't he live there? He's in the upper, in, in the second level. Oh, okay. And uh, he died in 2016. Gosh, and that long ago already? And, yes. Wow. And they have really thought this out well. I have to really hand it to them. You know, because you could just throw crap on a table, sort of like we do. Yeah. <laughs> you know. uh, but I'll tell you, the, the, the different part about this is that when you went into the uh, ticket center and you, you know, gave your, your registration or whatever, they, ha- they handed you a USB. Oh. Yeah. A, like a disc. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? Well, we didn't know. Mm. And I part, bet it was purple, wasn't it? It was purple. Oh, and it was wow. and it was the exact shade of purple. Wow. He was very specific about that. So here comes the person that's going to take us through. And he says, if you're chewing gum, you got to spit it out. If you're doing this, you got to do this. You got to do what? this. And by the way, take out your phones. Don't just turn them down. Completely power them off. We're going to hand you a yonder bag, which I've heard of the yonder bags before. I thought it was a nickname. It's actually a brand name. Okay. Well, and well, what, one, are, what are they? It's one of these little soft and sort of squishy things, but it's got a closure. You know when you buy a blouse and they have the security clip and they put it against the magnet and it falls apart and you yeah. take it? Okay. It's got that kind of closure with this needle. Oh, wow. and the, Yeah. So you stick your phone in there, you clip it, and you stick it back in your pocket or purse. So is it like a pouch that you'd get like at the at the post office, like a little uh, bubble pouch? Well, it's like foamy. It's like these koozies. It's like foamy, oh, foamy-ish. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. like a koozie. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So you keep your phone with you, but you can't use it. Okay. And I thought, God, that's sort of weird because, you know, we're paying a pretty high price to come through this place. Mind me ask you how much you paid? Well, ticket or what the tickets were? I'm in radio, so Kelly. <laughs> so Kelly okay, paid so give me the price price 60, range. Like I think you could do like forty eight, sixty eight, and a hundred and eight. Oh wow! And okay. the the more you pay, the deeper you go. So if you're paid five hundred and eight, you get to spend the night, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah but you can't turn on your phone. Yeah, exactly. No pictures. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, after we sort of got in there a little bit, I realized, ooh, this is a really good choice because you know how people get way too preoccupied. And they're just obnoxious about taking pictures and shit like that that didn't exist anymore. Uh, no, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, when, gotcha. you got, when you got to a certain point, uh-huh. like three quarters of the way through, they opened up your yonder bags and they said, here, turn on your phones and take all the pictures you want from here on out. Oh, so what was the part that you couldn't take it? Was it his personal? Was it the uh, No, it's more like studios and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, the studios and the kitchens and the... The party rooms and all that stuff that he had. So there, it, oh. it was definitely, you know, like part A and part B. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Okay. And, you know, granted, they've got all these gold and platinum records all wow. over the place. And, you know, your average person would take the picture straight on so that it would reflect right. off of the glass. Right. And it would the picture would suck anyway. <laughs> so what's the point of even trying that type of thing? So they, they did this, and it, it sort of worked out okay. But you know the funny part? When we pulled in the parking lot, you know these traffic cones? Yes. They weren't orange. They were purple. Yes. Uh, you know, I bet everything was purple, wasn't it? Everything. And when we were in Studio A. Okay. They so had, how many studios did he have? Three. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. When we were in Studio A, the biggest one, they had a, a floor-to-ceiling picture of Prince. Really Aww. nice. And then they had a couple of pianos in there. One of them was purple, and they said that they he sent that back three times because they didn't get the right shade. Really? So what do you, did they tell you? What the shade was? The shade number? No, he sent a he sent a fabric <gasps> wow. swatch. Now I come from promotional products. Yeah, because that's so, why I asked. Yeah. What was it? Why don't you Why don't you just give him a PMS number? Maybe he didn't know. Well, somebody his people should know. Yeah. Oh, oh God! But to wow. send it back three times—that's painful. 
So anyway. A piano at that. Yeah. So anyway, there's a next there. And they say, give us the USB that we gave you. We'll put it in the computer. We have this camera set up. We will take any combinations of pictures that you want. Stand on the X. When you're not taking a picture, if you want to, you can either look at the control room or you can go to the other side of the studio and play ping pong. Huh. And we're looking at him going, ping pong. Playing ping pong. He says, yeah, Prince loved to play ping pong. And of course, the ping pongs actually were imprinted with the uh, symbol of Prince. Were they purple? No, they were yellow. They were yellow. Yeah, yeah, because the table was green, so it'd sort of blend in. And of course, if you wanted to, you could buy those ping pong balls in oh, the gift shop. Just going to ask you yeah. that. So here's Kelly and I playing ping pong oh in God. Prince's studio. It, I, it, was really, it was so well done. So who won the ping pong game? We don't keep track. Oh! Oh my gosh! We don't care. That's a number. I thing. play ping pong. We don't keep track. No, I'll, I'll we were play. just happy. I'll play, yeah. We were just happy to volley. How cool! We were. We were just happy to get it across the net. How cool is that? Yeah, it was. It was very fun. We we had a great time. She's a great cook, and I saw her ten years ago at the reunion. But prior to that, I had not seen her since 1985. Oh wow! Yeah. And she's just a sweetheart. I call her the most huggable person in radio. Aww. And that says a lot, because I love hugging you. I know, I know. But Kelly Aww. is just one of those. Yeah, and she's got the contagious laugh. We had a we had a great, How great fun. time. Okay, I'm going to ask you more about the Paisley Park thing. So sure. you got to see the kitchen, the studios, mm-hmm. the piano area. Mm-hmm. What else was in there? Oh, he's got gardens. He's got recording uh, areas. He's got an editing bay. Did you get to look at the uh, editing equipment? Oh, I took my slimy little fingers and I touched everything. No. Did you really? <laughs> no, they, oh. wouldn't, they wouldn't let you anywhere near it. Why? Was it behind glass, right? It was in another room. It was oh, in the engineering Oh, you couldn't even go room. in the room? No, oh, no. you just had it was like a hallway you can go by? Yeah. yeah oh, I gotcha. Yeah. You could see everything, and it was really cool, and they told you that this is a specific piece of equipment that he had designed for him to get this particular sound. So there was a lot of those behind-the-scenes things, and of course he's got all kinds of guitars that he's showing there. And I'd be taking notes. Did you I, not take notes? No, I think get your pad of paper and I, take your notes. I think they took our pens away. I think. I'm not oh really, please. I'm not really sure. Oh please. All right. Speaking of, speaking of, I can't remember who this is, but somebody constantly writes and gives me notes. I can't remember who it is, but they're always in the mail with a purple pen. Oh, fun. Well, they use colored paper, and I can't read. Any of it. Because Why not? It's Are you not, colorblind? No, it's not dark enough. The purple's not dark enough? No. No, huh. it's like invisible ink, so I like throw water <laughs> on it and everything else. It's like it's not coming through. By the way, I have a colorblind uh, story for you, and okay. we should do a 3 by 5s episode at the new murals that are in Rockford. Ooh, okay, mark that on the calendar. We'll so, do that. So remind me to tell you the Brant Whitaker colorblind story. Okay, I'll write that down on my yeah, notes. Yeah, that's sort of your homework. Ooh. I have a three by fives if you want it. Yes! You know, hello, we need this, one. This one, I don't know, this one may bend you out of shape a little oh, bit. Oh, God. This is from Max in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay. He says, since you have radio faces... Oh, God. <laughs> ouch. Yikes. Okay. What, if any plastic surgery, would you have done if it cost you absolutely nothing and no one would blatantly notice the next time they saw you. So you could sort of slip under the radar. Eyelid lift. My mom had that done. But, you know, as you get older, the eyelids droop. So, yeah, yeah I would do an eyelid lift. Okay. Can you see me doing that? <laughs> I'm trying to make an <laughs> eyelid lift. <laughs> okay. Right there. If you just do it with your hand. It doesn't work. It doesn't stay. Yeah. No. It, I go like that. <laughs> It does. It doesn't stay. I'm just telling you. You know, unless you tape. I need a little tape. Like, yes, I need a little tape. Yeah, staple okay. it up. All right. Yeah. So mine. So be? Mine choice is very close to yours. Oh. Uh, I have what I call a resting bitch face. I really do. Other people say, no, that's not it. Yeah. I go, you, no, no, it is it. Let me if, see. If I have no expression whatsoever, it looks like I'm mad. And you see these crevices in my forehead? Yeah, they're pretty wide apart. Yeah. But I, I think I have Sam Donaldson eyebrows. You remember Sam Donaldson on ABC News? Yeah, I he do. He looked like he was always very, very serious. Yeah, I do. And so I would have some kind of a lift or a Botox or a something something like that to get rid of my resting bitch face. Okay, so give me just a resting bitch face. Do you see these things? I see those things, but they're not furrowed. 
Are you supposed to be furrowed in a resting bitch face? Well, if I looked really concerned to you, then they would sort of yeah. Now they do get furrowed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so no, uh, I don't see. See, so, I don't see that as a. See, and I feel bad that you have to look at that. I really do. Oh please. No, because sometimes I see pictures and it's like. Oh, my God, people have to look at that all the time. Oh, you're so funny. And sometimes even when I'm happy, I still have this in my eyebrows. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I need a needle injection or something. Well, I know people that could do that for you. Do you really? Uh-huh. Can they do the lid thing for you? And then we we do like well, a we like do like a dual spa thing. Because if it's then you free, you can't look at us for the next couple of days. Because yeah. <laughs> but if it's free and nobody's going to notice, then oh, that's true. Then, I don't think this is going to be free. Sorry. Then oh crap, yeah, that's not going to be free. That just blows it all out of the water. <laughs> Because why would I pay for that crap? I know, right? I don't don't know. Well, so you know that I went to Sturgis. Really? Did you really? Wow, did you ride a motorcycle there? Did you really? Ha ha. He's being sarcastic. Now I can tell the sarcastic face. Wow. Yeah. Because we haven't seen each other since mid July. Well, we haven't seen each other for the Life's 3 by 5 since mid-July. We yes. did do a Storyteller's studio interview. We did. So, that before. But not really to have a, a good conversation like this. We haven't seen it. Yeah, that's been that long, hasn't it? Think about it. Yeah, yeah it is It is vacation season. You know, August yeah. is usually vacation for Europeans anyway. Did you know that? Really? Uh-huh. The whole month? Mm-hmm. Wow. Is it, it's vacation is it, time. Is it all of their birthdays? Is that why they do the whole month? It's vacation time. It's not month. It's vacation time. I don't know. You know, as owning a company for 30 years, I don't understand how people can do that. Take a month Take A, a month whole off? month. No, I just, why I, not? Well, it's like putting all your vacation at one time. You know, I know. Instead of having two weeks here and two weeks there. I know, but I don't I don't get it. I, I know that I could do it. Yeah. But I don't, I don't understand how I could do that. I really huh. don't. You know, you sort of get antsy after a while. You go, I don't want to be living out of a suitcase anymore. Or... Whenever you go b- visit friends or family or something like that, my rule is I don't want to spend more than four days because friends are like fish. They go bad after four days. Wow. Yeah, baby. That's my rule. I'm Wow. Uh, I, if I go and I visit people, I will hop over. Let's say I'm going to Phoenix for the sake okay. of argument. Okay. Okay. I would hop over to San Diego or I would hop over to San Francisco, do the touristy stuff, two, three days, uh-huh. and then come back to Phoenix, you know, finish it out. So it's split. Finish it out like what? Two or three days there? Yeah, maximum. You're they, strange. They get tired of it. That's not the first time you've said that. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, if I was a sensitive kind of guy. Oh, but you know I love you. That's why. I know. Oh, I just well, I, just, I really, just don't know I, why. Never, that's the problem. I never would have thought of that. I never would have thought four or five days. No, no. Never would have thought of that. Well, you hung out like, what, 10 days with we were there 30 people in Sturgis. With more than 30 people. That's, that's, why, you don't, that's why you don't get it. Because I don't, you we're do, there all the time. Yeah, you do the opposite. Now, granted, when we did either scouts or camping or something like uh-huh, that, uh-huh. it was always in short stints. Think about it. A week. A week is more than four days. Yeah, yeah but then you have an escape. You can go do something. Well, yeah, well, we went and did something, too. See, that's surges. why it works. Oh. Do you see? You've got the formula down, and you didn't even know it. No, I'm telling you, if you get tired, maybe subconsciously, if you get tired of somebody, you just go to the chip and see a concert or go over here to the pool, and then you get your reprieve. The bikini beach. You have a bikini beach in South <laughs> Dakota. Are you yeah, kidding me? at the chip. At Come the on. chip campground, there's a bikini beach. By the way, do you think most people know why it's called the chip? Uh-uh. Why? No, I'm hoping you would tell me. Buffalo chip. Yeah, you know, chip throwing. Buffaloes are out yeah. there, you know. Yeah, like yeah. cow chips. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Just All be right. careful you don't step in one. Okay. So well, it was awesome. So anyway, I was going to tell you that we were uh, we were there for about mm, two weeks because we rode out. Is that too cold or too hot? You just made a funny face. Got me off the subject. <laughs> you know what? You know why I made a funny face? Because I'm weird. No, because it was it too cold or too hot. No. Go put it back in the refrigerator. No, it's, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was bad. <laughs> it's okay. It's a Miller Lite, and it's the right temperature, and I'm I'm ideal. I'm I'm perfect. So okay. continue with your story. Okay, so I'm just saying that I was gone for two weeks. I went to Sturgis. But while I was at Sturgis, met a lot of people, had a lot of fun, saw some beautiful country. And if you've never been to South Dakota, please go to South Dakota and look at Mount Rushmore. Is gorgeous. And if you've never seen the back of it, Mount Butmore, it's great too. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Seriously. No, there's no Mount Butmore. Can I tell you about the, can I tell them about But there is a George Washington's face and I picked his nose. Well, that's what I was going to tell him. Yes. Yes. 
That was that was so cool. I did. You know how you, you change yourself with those pictures? It was just kind of fun. We were just having fun with so it. So you want me to post that on the website? Oh, you can if you want. Okay. It's just fun. Okay. Just it, a fun it, thing. It is. And, you know, have you seen some of those pictures, like on Instagram and stuff like that, where they... Cup. They, they, they... Hold something in their hand. They hold the sun. Oh, yeah. I've done that with when I've held the moon. It's like only an inch. Well, I did that one year with buffalo because we went down to Custer State Park and we saw wild, real buffalo. Mm-hmm. Or live, real buffalo. Not, well, I guess they were wild. But anyway, um, they were off in the distance and I thought, well, they look harmless to me because they're only that big. And of course, when that that big, like an inch big when you're taking a picture from far away. But let me tell you, close up, they are scary. I'll tell you. They are scary. And we've had that episode. We've had them close up. When we went to Yellowstone, we've been to Yellowstone a couple of times, mm-hmm. and there are either the bravest or the dumbest people that come oh. through there. And they tell you Unreal. multiple times, do not get near the wildlife. Do not. We, there's a sign that says, do not pet the fluffy cows. Yes, because they can run twice as fast as you can. Here's this guy from Kentucky. And the only reason I know it's Kentucky is because I know what car he got out oh, of. Oh, God. And there he stands, and of course his wife is taking a picture of him. Oh no! So of course the buffalo has its back; it's laying down, and the buffalo has his back to him. <gasps> so he thought he could get closer and closer oh, no. and closer and closer. And this guy's maybe sixty-five years old. The last time he ran was twenty years ago. So if something happened, <gasps> oh, he'd be done. We could not stand watching it anymore because we just knew it was going to go bad in a matter of seconds. Did it? It did, and we found out about it later. And he didn't die, but he got the shit beat out of him mm. with a, a bison that was just pissed off. You were in my space. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand that they don't understand. Don't do this. We have experience. We know this kind of stuff happens. Oh, yeah, but it's never going to happen to me. It's only going to be there for a second. Mm-mm. That's all it takes is a second. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's a video. You'll probably see it if you look it up. There is a video because we, we saw we were passing by the area. We saw where the area was. This is prior to when it happened, but there was a woman who was taking a picture and she was too close to a bison there was a little calf on the other side you know how mamas get so possessive you don't do it well it ended up you know throwing her up it caught her belt the horns caught her belt through her she was unconscious through her her pants ripped off because of the belt and stuff too yeah thank god she lived but think of the force unreal i know i mean what the heck are you thinking about these are not Zoo animals. So you have no idea what my next 3x5 is, but I'll tell you, this is a great segue. It's a great segue. It's from Barrington. That's his first name. Barrington Uh from Bristol, England. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Have you ever rescued a wild animal? Um, Rescued it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And it was a little, little itty bitties. They're babies. I've rescued bunnies. I've rescued squirrels. Uh, A raccoon. So these are mothers left them behind type of situations? Um, Let's see. The bunnies are, you know, they're in the grass before you mow. You don't want to mow them over. You know how that goes. Squirrels. Thank you for bringing past that nightmare because it happened to me. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Sorry. They must have fallen out of a nest or something, you know, but we find those. Um, A raccoon that actually got into the trap where we were trying to catch the mama, and we got the baby instead. And that's kind of scary. And then I'm sure that there is... Probably. Oh, I almost, and a little baby bird, I little, that was this year. A little baby bird fell out of the nest, and I was trying to put him up there. But that was it, yeah. I had a goose. A goose? Fly into the windshield of my van. <gasps> and it was in the middle of a clover leaf. So, you know, there's no easy way to turn mm, around. Mm-mm. And I was leaving work, and it was trying to land in one of the little grassy areas in this mm-hmm. clover leaf. Mm-hmm. Stupidest place for it to ever want to land. Well, the first one made it, overshot my van, and the next one hits my windshield and sort of rolls off. Well, I'm looking in the rearview mirror, and I know it's not good. So I go up, and I go through the other cloverleaf, and I come back, and I go through the other cloverleaf. And I'm thinking, what am I going to do? Because, you know, geese, without you doing anything, they're mad. They're, they're, they'll come after you. Well, this guy must have known that he was in bad shape, and I grabbed a towel in my I van. put it over him. And sort of gathered them up. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm putting them in the back of the van, and then I have to drive to the vet. I had a vet buddy, and I says, hey, Jay, I got this situation, blah, blah, blah. Can I bring them to you? Oh, my God. Because I don't know if it's a broken wing or leg or whatever. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and bring them up here. 
Well, I had this image of as soon as I put him in the van and shut the door, it's going to get its strength back or freak out. So by the time I start pulling away, it's going to freak out inside my van. Oh, no. It did not do it. I couldn't believe it. So I took it up there, and he said... <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. He said he lives on a big farm. He said that he repaired the goose and took it out to his farm. And, of course, I'm jacking with him because, like, in two weeks it was Thanksgiving. Oh, and I'm going, no. I'm going, sure, it's on the farm. Oh. Sure, it's still living. Sure, you put it together with its its tribe again. Oh, yeah. no. One time I was at uh, a very busy intersection. You know where Riverside is here in Rockford. Yes, yes. All kinds of people. I looked over underneath this truck, and there was a little baby duckling. Aww. And he was clearly confused, didn't know where to go, blah, blah, blah. And I jump out. You know one of those things where it's just adrenaline? Yep. And I jump out in the middle of all this traffic. We're, got it. we're stopped at the light. And I'm waving down the truck driver, and he's going, what the hell are you talking about? So I took off my baseball cap, and we're underneath the truck scooping up this, this duck with our baseball caps. And we did. We finally got it. But, you know, he's scared, and he's going 40 different directions. And we finally got a hold of it. And then the park was maybe, I don't know, four blocks away and reunited, and everything was happy. But you're in the middle of traffic. How stupid are you? Well, he's a baby. I know. He didn't know. He was a baby. No, we, for being in the middle of the traffic, we could have been run over. Yeah, that's true. Easily. And it was rush hour. Oh, my goodness. It was sort of a stupid move, but... You know, all's well that ends well. It just, you know, but it was, it's it's adrenaline. It is adrenaline. You, it is adrenaline. You know, what are you going to do? It is adrenaline. I'm trying to think of anything else that I might have gotten. Well, just that bird with the towel, because you mentioned the towel. I think that bird is really the only one that I recall doing, picking that up. As far as a wild animal. As far as a wild animal goes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do you have something out of three by five? I do, and this came. I was started. I guess that's where my Sturgis story came from. Julie, who I met at Bikini Beach, yeah, I was telling her all about our podcast, and she says, "Oh, that's really cool. Can I tell you something?" I said, "You can sure if you want to be involved. You can, you know, give a question, give us a, a story, you know, a topic, whatever." And she goes, "Okay, here's my question for you. What's your biggest time waster?" Biggest time waster. Yeah. That's a good one. You're going to make me think about that one. Okay. What's your biggest time waster? Okay. Um, Mine would be if I get caught up in binging a new, like a Netflix show. Oh, because you go down the rabbit hole. Yes. And, of course, they give you four Mm. seconds to bail, and that's not enough. And all of a sudden, you're eight episodes in, and Saturday afternoon is gone. Oh, I I didn't know that. And I feel bad about that. (laughs) But... The other one, which is more of an intentional time waster, is what I mentioned to you before when I was talking about painting. Ah. I intend to unplug and relax and just let it go wherever it is. And if I have to step away from it for two days to let that particular color dry, then so be it. I have something to show for it. So I don't necessarily call it a time waster. Ah, okay. What about you? My time waster is when I get on like Pinterest or Instagram, <laughs> and I just kind of go down that rabbit hole. That's why I almost hate to get on there. You know, you tell me to go check out this YouTube thing. I'm like, oh, I don't want to because I know I'll go down a rabbit yeah. hole. If you like this, you may like yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. You like th- Maybe this is of interest to you. Yeah, exactly. And, and sometimes there's an actual voice in your head that says that, and you go, I can't say no. No, nope, no, nope, no, nope, don't want to, don't want to, don't want to, don't want to. Wow. Yeah. Do you yeah. have to set an alarm or something? Or You know, I probably should. Yeah. I probably should. Yeah. But I don't. It's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Hence the time waster. Yeah, exactly. And All then right. I'm like, oh, I can't. Even... I started to do something and I could have done that and I didn't. Yeah. I got to yeah, tell exactly. you this little bitty story about a band that we saw. They're called the Godines. Oh, a, friend of, a friend of ours is in it. His name is Mitch Kopnick. He does radio with me at Sky 7 in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, fun. We've known him for a long time. Okay. So they had this fundraiser, and we go up to Wisconsin, and we all get all settled in and everything, and we notice that there's a railroad track maybe 100 feet from the stage. Oh, wow. I mean, really close. But you wouldn't blatantly know it because you know how it grows up along the railroad path, you know. And, of course, the railroad path could be a bike path, too. True, true, true. So they're maybe eight songs into their set, 
And Mitch looks up and he gets his shit-eating grin. Oh, and no. Of course, and of course, we know the shit-eating grin, but no, none of the other audience does. And he says, I really hope that this next song that we play is going to lure a train down the track. Uh-oh. And it was Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash. Oh, wow. And they mentioned a train. Now, I have no idea whether he knew the train schedule or not, but halfway through that song, here came the Union <gasps> Pacific. Oh, my God. How cool is that? Almost on cue. Oh, how cool. And, of course, it rattled the place, including the stage. The crowd went apeshit. So I, I haven't talked to him since, so I have no idea whether he had an, a heads up on it or he was just sort of hoping for the best. And if it didn't come, eh, people don't expect it. Really, they just know I'm joking. But come on, really? Oh, Tim, guess what? Okay. I remember that joke. Alert, alert. Oh, my God. Woo, it's only woo, taken me forever today. And I was, okay, I hope I say this right, too. So let me, <laughs> let me think about it first before I do it. All right, here's uh-huh. the thing. Here's uh-huh. the thing. If you don't say it right, uh-huh. I'm going to laugh anyway. I'm going to laugh as if you said it right. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. I'm just uh-huh. making okay. a promise. Okay. If a goat is a ram and a donkey is an ass, why is a kick in the ass a goose? <laughs> I think that's the way it goes, or a poke in the ass, or something like that. Oh my God! No, it's a goose. See, I'm telling you, I thought I remembered. I'm not very good at telling jokes, so, but I think that's how it goes. So I if can. A goat inter- is a ram, and a donkey is an ass. Why is a kick in the ass a goose? I like the kick in the ass. I don't think poke makes sense. A know, poke a, in the no, ass? No, it's, it's a ram. What is a ram in the ass? A donkey, a goose. That's what it is. If a goat is a ram and a donkey is an ass, why is a ram in the ass a goose? That's what you it is. You know what? Woo, woo! I finally got it. It only took me forever, and I told you I'm bad at telling jokes. I am sweating for you. <laughs> oh, my <sighs> God. You need to write this stuff down. I know it. I thought I did, and I didn't. Now, based okay. on that bowl of spaghetti, there's no way <laughs> I could ever tell that joke again. Yes, you can now, because now I wrote it down. If a goat is a ram and a donkey is an ass, why is a ram in the ass a goose? <laughs> Now, see, it's so much funnier when it's told right. Oh, man. That's a good one. I like that one. That is a good one. I, that, do, I do like shoo. that. Shoo! Ay, 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 ay. I'm sweating just kind of trying to figure that one out. Okay. Oh, my God. Ooh, uh, you were just sweating because it's I, hot. I need you're, ice. You're I need sunshine. a popsicle. Oh, I, I got need, one of those. I need a cooler. I need something. No, I'll go grab one. No, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, we got one in the freezer here. Waitress. I know, right? Waitress. Oh. Hello. Oh, you know what I? Oh, you know what I posted on Facebook the other day. Oh, I'm afraid to ask. Oh God, did you get good service oh, or bad service? Uh, uh, really, we had a fantastic meal and fantastic service. Okay, good. Yeah, but here's here's the deal, and you know that you've bent people out of shape, and you've called them to the carpet when you get no likes and one comment. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. I said, I'm just saying, never let a waitstaff who is simply delivering water, divert your attention from a conversation with a friend, unless you don't want to have that friend for long. And it's because the other night, every time they brought something, and they don't need anything from you. They're not asking for your order. They're not, no, they don't need anything from you. They're bringing things, silverware or water or whatever, and they're, they're out of there. You have to start your story over three times. It's like, nope, I'm done. If you if you don't if you don't give a shit about it because of the water that just arrived, I, I'm not I'm not continuing. I oh. would look at you and go, thanks. I'm back again. <laughs> I know you would. I know you would because you cared about the conversation. I do, but I no. I, I mean I'm I'm looking at you as you're telling know, the conversation and the, somebody brings the water yes. and I'd look at the person and say thanks I know. and then look right back at I you. I know, but you're not one of these people I'm talking about. Oh my you're, golly. You're a very unique conversation person. And that's not the content. That's not how often we talk. That's you know the rules of engagement. Ah, I wonder yes. where I learned that from. I don't know. I don't know. But is you know that what? an innate thing? I, well, or is I, that a learning? I, thing? I think it's. I think it's part of that being interested yes. and interesting. Ah, okay. Yeah, some people they don't give a crap about anybody else's story. They just want to tell the story about the shoulder replacement that they had eight years ago. We say that's just. They just want to hear themselves talk. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know how more deer in the headlights I have to look for a medical story. <laughs> you know, 
are you waiting for a car to actually hit me like a deer before you realize that I really don't care? I don't know what you're talking about. Because I can't relate. Even if I had shoulder surgery, I don't want to relive your medical thing. Yeah. And I know they just want to tell it. I think they ought to just go get a recorder and just record the damn thing and sit in a closet by themselves and be done with it. Kind of like we do with Storyteller <laughs> Studio. Yay! You want a story to tell? We got a place for you to tell it. Yeah. Which you got to check out. You really got to check that out. You got to check out our Life's 3x5's pictures, too. Yeah, we just added a tab, by the way. This is a cross-promotion. We've added a tab on the Life's3x5's.com. Uh, all the way over to the right, that is called Storytellers. So when we are doing this separate project, which is the audio history, old radio friends, so on and so forth, we take more than one picture, obviously, with this group of people that we've known for a very, very long time. So I do the same thing with that podcast as I do with Life's 3x5s and add those other pictures in. Because, you know, some of these people that we know, I mean, it's true with the Life's 3x5s too. They're all over the country and they haven't seen these people in a long time. That's true. That's really true. Or they haven't seen us or, you know, they want to see the background of where we're um, sitting. And that's part of the... I don't know, the part of the sharing that we like to make this part of the whole immersion. Immersion. Yeah. Is it immersion or immersion? Oh, is it applicable or applicable? Oh, that's yeah. I applicable. I find myself using it both ways. Let's get a picture with this boat going by. Okay. There you go. All right, we'll see. Oh. We'll see if it shows up. Yeah. Hey, I've got another three by five. You ready? Yeah, go for it. This comes from Carol and Richard in Seward, Alaska. Oh, wow. Okay. What do you hope is a fast fad? A fast fad. Yeah. Here today, gone tomorrow. Let me think Remember about this one. Remember bell bottoms didn't go away quick enough? I like bell bottoms. Did you really? I did. I can't see you wearing bell bottoms. Oh, I had great big elephant ear bell bottoms. Really? Yeah, they were this big. They didn't gobble oh, you up? Oh, I love up? them. Uh-uh. Really? Hip huggers. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I loved them. Did you have a white belt? Uh, I did. Yeah. I even had, uh, well, because I was a... I was a pom-pom girl, so I had the white boots, thigh-high boots. Like I'm not thigh-high. Not thigh-high. Not, wow. not thigh-high boots. I've had thigh-high boots, though. Those are known as waders. <laughs> no, no, no. I had, I had leather thigh-high boots. But did I mean, you these, really? I did. But these were the just knee-high, the knee-high white boots. For okay. Gosh, fast fad. Mm. I got one. I don't. I'm going to have to think about that. What? I think, the la- I think the last four stores I have been in, because uh-huh. I will not go to self-check. Uh-huh. I, go, I go to where there's a person. Oh. I think the last four stores, and these are a variety of stores, you know, okay. grocery and whatever. I have seen these girls, and they are probably teenagers, but then they've been as old as maybe 25. Okay. And they have these gigantic fake eyelashes. Yes. It's like, oh, my God, those just must be they're so too, annoying. They're too big. They're too big. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, too yeah, big. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, make the self-checkouts a fast fad. Oh, that too. See, you're just that like too. my little sister. She that wants too. to go. She goes, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing their job. Because I don't work for you. Job. Yeah. I don't I'm like, well, I just want to get in and out. So let me just do it myself. I know, but you're a people person. So I find that odd about you. What, that I just want to be in and out? Yeah. I, I buy would... my stuff. And, well, shoot, when I'm when I'm at the lane, <laughs> I do talk to the uh, checker outer or whatever you call it, cashier. And yeah, we carry on a conversation, but yeah, yeah whatever. Because but you're... I don't mind. Sometimes in a hur- I'm in a hurry, and I just want to get in and out, so I just use them. But does it also depend on not only your speed in getting in and out, but whether you have four items or 40 items? <laughs> no. no. Oh, see, I can't do it. If I, I have four items, I am not going in the line. I'm going to go on quick checkout. Really? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> This Shopping is, with you will is, be very interesting, is, just like with my husband. I, he knows, I, he, my, sh- my husband is not a shopper. He's a buyer. He knows what he wants. He goes in and gets it and he leaves. Yes. I'm a shopper. I want to look around. I want to see what's yeah. there. We, we treat everything, including groceries, like the hardware store. I know what I need. I go in. I get it. Maybe I have two, two or three choices, like the length of a zip tie, but that's about as oh much choices as we need. And we're out of there. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I treat groceries the same. I don't need to browse. See, I like to browse. The cereal aisle. Oh, I don't even oh, mind browsing t- in the hardware store. I'll tell Oh. And we were, we, were no, at, we were at Home Depot, and Brian had to get some, I don't know, hooks or nails or something or other. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, right here. This is down this aisle. And I'm like, oh, look at this. Oh, this we is- could use this one. Oh, that's kind of cool. All right. Here's the deal. Okay. Sometimes people like you, I'm not saying it's you. <laughs> Annoy but, you? But no, 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 no. 
But well, that's true. But sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes, but sometimes people like you will see those things in hardware stores, right? And realize, oh wow, I need this one of those. Or or wouldn't this be cool? And all of a sudden, it turns into a project that you never touch your hand to. You assign it to the guy you're shopping with. Yeah, see, that's a problem for us guys. <laughs> that is a problem. I'm like, what's wrong with that? I don't see uh, anything wrong with that. Do you yeah. not see how wrong that is? <laughs> All right, so this is the last time that I was in a Target store. You know what I mean by yeah, Target? I do. I do. Okay. I do. They had for decades aisles and aisles and aisles with some level of predictability. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would go in. Well, then they added like the- what? Aisles, just aisles. Okay. Yeah, of whatever. Then they added the groceries, and of course, they have aisles, and they Mm -hmm. have aisles with some level of predictability. Yeah. All right, so somebody sitting around some committee meeting said, here's how we can piss off half of our customers, (laughs) and as for the other half of the customers, we're going to confuse the crap out of them, and out of those half that we confuse, we may expose them to something they didn't know we sold. Uh-huh. And they'll buy it. Uh-huh. Okay. So then they started to do, not aisles, but they started to do pods. Okay, yeah, like the clothes. Yeah. Like so, when you walk into Target yes. right now, on the left side, right when you go in is the special special sale items, which I just there, love. There you dollar go. things Because my husband and I went in to go get something, and I was like, oh, oh look over there. They've got, and he goes, come on, or come on. I'm that's like, oh. that's why I will. I can never shop with you. Well, exactly. Well, And this there was a woman there, and I went, oh, man, I just wanted to look. And, she, and I was like, Ugh. and I looked at her and I said, see, I can't shop with him. No. And she says, that's why I don't bring my husband with That's I right. That's, know, ex- right. that's exactly right. he's a buyer. He's not a shopper. So I go back to where I know this item is. Yes. Okay. I get my item. I find my size, whatever the case yep, may be. Yep, yep, Do you think I can find my way out of that damn store? Straight I'm, back. No, I'm zigging. I'm zagging because they potted me to death. <laughs> so when I finally find the checkout... I have not purchased anything. I have not bought into what they're doing. I just can't do it. So what they did is they just confused the crap right out of me, and they didn't get the extra sale. So that was the last time, emphasis on last time, that I've been in a Target store. Oh, I was just in the other day. I'm Mm. just saying. I like Target. Hey, I I did some research. Okay. And this is not a three by fives car, but this is something that somebody asked if I knew, and I did not. So I went and I did some research. Okay. And I go, wow, this is quite a list. So I'm, what was it that I'm you a, didn't know? I'm a, little, I'm a little shocked by the answers on this. So he turned 60 years old, and he said, you know, I was a little shocked that George Clooney was my age. I go, okay. Well, I'm 61. So I figured, okay, let me go look up and see what other people... Are 61? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So you want... Yeah, go for uh, it. Matthew Broderick. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yep. Cheryl Crow. Mm-hmm. Wayne Gretzky. Eddie Murphy. President Obama. Daryl Strawberry. President Strab- Obama is 61? Yep. Oh, man, I thought he was older. Daryl Strawberry. Do you remember him from oh, the yeah. New York Mets? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Daryl Strawberry. He was St. Louis first. Garth Brooks. Oh, yes. Jim Carrey. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, I, I thought he was 60. I didn't realize he was 61. Okay. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay. Cal Ripken Jr. Do you remember Carl Lewis, Olympic track Uh star? Yes, yes, yes. Antonio Banderas. Oh, I like him. And I've got two more. Julianne Moore. Yes. You know her? Redhead, beautiful. And Craig Ferguson. Really? Yes. Craig Ferguson. Now, isn't that quite an impressive list? Yes. I will give this to you. Well, gee, thanks. What yeah. am I going to do with it? I don't it? know what you're going to do with it. Maybe I'll just hang on to it for when I turn 61 and they are 62 <laughs> or 3. Yeah, there you go. And then it's just null and void. It's just null and void. You go, gee, Tim, thanks for the gift that I cannot use. <laughs> <laughs> He's re-gifting something I can't uh, use. Oh, okay, God. that's okay. Do you re-gift a lot? I do re-gift. Do you get Shh. caught? Uh, not yet. Because you get it from somebody in Wisconsin, you make sure you give it to somebody in Arizona or Florida. And Is that they, what you do? Yeah, they never cross paths. Huh. Or or I flat out say, I have one of these. Or I have one in this category. Uh-huh. Would, you, would you like it? By the way, when people are going to offer you something, uh-huh. my rule is to never say no. Well, it depends. What, what are they offering? It doesn't matter. Because I feel, I could be way off on this, 
I feel if I say no thank you, it'll hurt their feelings because I don't know how much thought went into it. I don't know if they just pulled it out of their butt or if they've been hanging on to it you for two like weeks. You mean like a gift? No, not or? a gift. Not for my birthday month. No. Yeah. This is just, hey, I saw this. I thought of you. I got an extra one. Whatever the case may be. Oh. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it could be a cookie. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. That would be gone like if, that. Yeah. If I know by that cookie or whatever, it doesn't matter what it is. Hell no way am I going to eat this thing. I will still take it. I'd rather take it and throw it you away. You give it to me is what you do. I, I would. I'd pawn yeah, it off on would. you. Yeah, he would. He'd pawn it off on me. <laughs> right. Yeah. See, I but, know you. But I don't want to. I don't want to say no for fear of hurting their. You know what? Feelings. I don't think I even think about that. I just say yes because I. Yeah, I just say yes. You just say yes. I just say yes. Okay. So if you take it and you don't like it and you have no intention of eating it, using it, I whatever it the away. case may be, you throw it away. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, and they'll cookie, never special cookie. They'll never know. They'll never know because they think you consumed it. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of cookies, okay. I got this recipe. I found it. My friend Mark. Oops, I just unplugged my headphones, so I can't hear myself. But that's okay. My friend Mark <laughs> had a party, and in the party was th- this gal brought cookies, and it was so good. Brown butter bourbon chocolate chip cookies. Ooh. Oh my god. Brown. They were yummy. Say it again. Brown yeah. butter bourbon. Chocolate chip cookies. I think it's bourbon. Wow. I don't remember exactly. Do you, but Do you like but small chips or big chips? It doesn't make a difference to me. I can't take the chunks. I can't do a big You thing. don't do chunks? No, I'd rather eat a candy bar Well, than have it in my cookie. Big chips are not chunks. Well, big chips are getting towards chunks. I like the mini okay, chips. Okay, if I ever make cho- if I ever make chocolate chip <laughs> cookies, I'll make mini <laughs> chips for you. And if you ever offer them to me, I will accept them. Graciously I and will. eat them in front of me. I will. And then I'll wash it down with, <laughs> with lukewarm beer. Yeah. No, really, I, I would have to eat them in front of you now that we've had this conversation. Well, I know, right? Because you're, you're just, even if I take them to my car and I eat them on the way home, you would envision me throwing them away. Uh-huh. You would. Well, not chocolate chip cookies, especially if they were mini chocolate chips, because you just said you like those. But anyway, I'm going to have to try to make that recipe. I got the recipe from Mark, but it's just yummy. His wife. See, it takes like two days to do it. She says it takes two days because you got to do some things ahead of time. So I actually have to have two days to make this cookie. Does something need to ferment? I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. I have to. I haven't. I just got the recipe. I didn't have a chance to look at it before we left to Sturgis, mm. but I want to make it. I'll I'm tell like, you what. Oh, you yummy. give me an oatmeal raisin cookie any day of the week, I will knock my mom down for it. You're an I, oatmeal raisin guy. I like really? them that well. Yeah. Huh. I yeah. would never have guessed that. Did you just make note of it? I did. <laughs> Oatmeal raisin cookie, yummy, <laughs> is what I put. And small chips. Hey, what about putting small chocolate chips in your oatmeal raisin cookie? You could. Okay, good. You could. Sure. Oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, why not? Do you like raisins separately? I mean, do you like just eat raisins? I will not think to eat them. I don't mind them. Like, if you handed me a little box of raisins, mm-hmm. I would eat them. But I wouldn't think to go get them or pack them up. I just, I don't think of them. I don't mind them. I keep raisins on hand and or craisins because I do this apple salad. So it's apples, it's the raisins, marshmallows, and mayonnaise. You just mix May- it all together. Mayonnaise, not whipped cream? Nope. Not whipped cream, cool whip. No, no, no. Yeah. This is mayonnaise. What? And it's yummy. But I find him with the raisin box or the raisin jar. My, I have a, a Tupperware that I put in. And he's sitting there at the table just eating the raisins by himself. Just eating the raisins. I'm like, hey. That belongs to other things. Yeah. I was going to use that for such and such. And he's like, oh. And then he gives me this funny grin. I'm like, ah. All right. So what's the oddest thing that you have in your refrigerator that you will go in and eat that you are pretty much guaranteed that other people will not touch? You're talking to me. I know. You're weird. Yeah, I know. You're freaking vegetarian that you know will not do You know the weirdest damn thing you've asked me to do? What? I'm afraid to ask because I don't remember. <laughs> did you hear the woodpecker? Yeah, I did. Yeah. You haven't. That's your nemesis, right? Oh, I hate it because we live in a cedar house. Yeah. I hate woodpeckers. <laughs> yeah. Here's the weirdest damn thing Liz has ever done. Now, granted, we share a lot of foods. Yeah, we do. We say, here, like like your, like your yeah. Mike's lemonade thing. Here, uh-huh. taste this, right? Yeah, right. Oh, what did I give you that you didn't oh, like? Oh, God. Do you remember this when we went to your family's farm and you said, this weed is edible? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Purslane. But that doesn't mean you should. I have that I have that in my refrigerator right now. I do. Oh my god. It's I have it in, in I, a pot too. You know, purslane. Let it. me just tell you <laughs> it is an ancient don't get me started, man. You know this. 
You know this. I have a book on this stuff. You know, you know the other day well, I had a bee sting. A, it's a thick-ass book, It too. is. The other day I had a bee sting, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, this hurts. You know what I did? Lamb's ear. Do you remember that woolly lamb's mm-hmm. ear that I showed you? Mm-hmm. You get lamb's ear, you crush it a little bit, you put it right there on the bee sting, it takes it away. I'm not saying you're wrong on any of this. And then I have ginger juice in there, which you probably would not drink, but I do. A shot of ginger juice. A, sh- a, sh- a shot? A shot of ginger juice, yeah, like a little shot glass. Okay. so you Because it's, it's strong. Ginger is strong. You so know. you know my parallel to that? What? I have fireball in my freezer. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. So when you I'm would, sure you do. When, <laughs> I'm sure you do. So when you go get a shot of ginger, I go get a shot of fireball, and then we hand it to each other. You wouldn't drink this. I'm I bet I, I bet I would. On a dare? Hell yes, I would. Oh, yes. I have drank a you shot of... You heard that. Everybody heard that. Everybody heard that. Okay, I, I have at... drank a shot of Malort. Have you ever had that? I don't know what Malort is. It's made in Chicago, and it is the most god-awful, nastiest stuff on the planet. That is their marketing theme. This is the nastiest, most vile thing that you will take a shot of. Please, buy a fifth and share it with your friends. Oh, God. So it's one of those initiation or, hey, it's your birthday month or whatever... It's shy of lighting it on fire. This is the nastiest. You're talking about ferment? Ugh. It is. I've only done it once, and it was in college, but they still make it. Is it like moonshine? It's like sewer water. Ew. It's unbelievably horrible. By Ew. the way, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. Moonshine. You... I got some watermelon moonshine. Yeah. Try. All right. All right, everybody. Okay, sorry. Okay. Let's, let's just pretend Liz is not listening to us right now. <laughs> How many times, and if I'm you go to my and, it, and if you can't count, I will count. How many times has Liz said on this podcast, <laughs> "I have watermelon moonshine, and I should bring you some." Guess who is still waiting for oh that? Oh my God! Seriously, I am. Shut this off, and I'm going to go get it, and then you're going to try it. All right, we'll okay. see you in a little bit. Okay. Okay, I think that's the okay. furthest that anybody had to go for a liquor run. I'm telling you. And, of course, I got a little hitch in my giddy-up, so I'm not going as fast as I could. I pulled my hamstring when I was in Sturgis. So I was pretending like I was a 30-year-old and did some stupid stuff. But And I saw the video. Yeah. So worth it. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. I'm not putting that on. Not putting that on the website. It was black and blue, literally the whole length of your thigh. Pretty much. Wow. And down, you know, past my knee. And into my, <laughs> wow. Into, all right, let's see. All right. Past in my, the top of my calf right now. Wow. Yeah, yeah, all right. Okay, so, so this is real moonshine. It's watermelon-flavored moonshine from the Full Throttle, which is a campsite in Sturgis. They call it Sloonshine. So it's grain natural spirits with natural flavor and caramel color and... It's clear. It's from the sleepy little town of Vail, South Dakota, and it is 70 proof, so mm. you do not. I took a whiff of it. Did you it, take a whiff? Do you like it? Yeah, well. I liked it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's a little summer in our glass, okay. a little watermelon summertime. Now, you cannot say it again that I did not bring you watermelon moonshine, <laughs> so here it is. I don't know that I want to say it okay. again Ready? after I take Cheers, it. Baby. You Cheers, baby. Cheers. Mm. Oh, you oh. don't have to slam it. You oh, could have sipped it. I can't. No, I can't sip stuff. I can't. can't sip it. Do you need a drink no. of Coca-Cola? It's like um, it's, it's like ba- it's like Band-Aids. You got to rip it off. <laughs> That's funny. But isn't it good? Yeah, it is. This reminds me of Fireball. It's sort of in that, and then of course it'll get down and hit you a little bit later. Wow, hit did, your tummy. Did you ever know people that ran moonshine? My um, nephew actually made some one year. Moonshine. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! It'd take the hair right off you. Yeah. Because it was. Whew. I've had peach. Well, I got to tell you that Full Throttle has a whole bunch. They have this huge menu, and I I think you can go to like fullthrottle.com. Oh, here it is fullthrottlesloonshine.com, and that'll give you the whole list of everything. I mean, there's there's even a coffee flavored. Oh, really? Coffee? There's vanilla. I'm trying to remember what everything was there. Mm, I had relatives. I had relatives down in the mountains of Virginia, very, very western. You know, the tip of Virginia, uh-huh. way back in the mountains, that ran moonshine, mm. and uh, the stories. Of and course, they had still. Of course, I can't. Yo, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
And, and I actually went to the farm that actually had the still. Of course, you know, nobody's been there for a very, very long time. Uh, my Uncle Gab and I went there, and of course, he's telling all the stories and everything. And they didn't particularly care for this particular relative's practices because I come from a long list of Southern Baptist ministers. Oh, okay. Yeah. So not that he was the black sheep, but he was sort of doing things as a side hustle that they were not fancy to. But I told him, I said, you know, at the end of the day, I said, yeah, but you love telling the stories, don't you? Yeah, you don't like that he made money off moonshine, but you tell the stories decades <laughs> That's later. That's the best. Yeah, and now, you know, my uh, cousin Tony Wolf and I. The one that looks like you? The one that looks like okay. me, yep. We went to his uh, uh, daughter's wedding, and then we spent a couple of days together. Yeah. So we went down in Gatlinburg. And, of course, you know, it's like the Wisconsin Dells. Right, it's right, just right. It, it's changed, yeah. tourism Tourism, tourism, yeah. yep. So we took advantage of all the, you know, we did all the typical things and went up on the ski lift and the whole nine yards. Well, we start to find this seafood restaurant, and it's almost like a food court at the mall. You remember when they used to have a little piece of chicken or at least a little piece of fruit? Hey, try this, and then they want you to come in and buy it. Yeah. I don't remember that. Sample-a-thon. Way okay. before Costco. I was going to say, like, yeah. Costco. Okay. Way before that. Well, they're doing this on the streets of Gatlinburg with moonshine. Oh, wow. And it's constant sampling. Well, my God, two blocks in, and you're hammered. I know. It's like the taste testing at full throttle. You get five, and you're like, blitz. You're sure they got five of those. No problem. Right, hey. honey? Hey, by the way, yeah. when you... When you do this, this will this will never happen. Oh, but oh my God, was it fun to think about? You know that my wife is the marketing department for Edgebrook Shopping Center, yes. and she does 15 weeks of music on the mall. They have sponsors. You and I have been a sponsor, yes. and of course, you introduce, you tell what your company is, and blah blah blah, and then you introduce the band. Right. Well, they don't have a sponsor coming up for this particular next week. She sold, I think, 13 out of 15 weeks. Oh. So I said, I have a great idea. I can be your announcer, and I'll do the housekeeping things, like the bathrooms are over here. Oh, and blah, yeah, blah. yeah, I'll yeah, do, good I'll one. Do, I'll do that in a straight voice. And then I will slide into Foster Brooks, and I will do whatever I have to say after that, as if I just, I, oh, my God, I just had... Yeah. Too much moonshine. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I go, come on, this will be funny. I could talk about the stores and... <laughs> Oh, my God, she did not go for oh, it. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Oh, no, like, no, no. Uh-uh. And I said, come on, just a little bit, just a tiny bit. And she goes, no, no. I go, wait a minute. Lucha Cantina, they serve pretty strong, <laughs> pretty strong margaritas. I go, come on, it would fit with the theme. And she goes, no. Nope. No. You're cut off. No, no way. <laughs> yeah, eh, nothing. No. Not even close. Oh, that's funny. I go, well, you know, it was fun to talk about. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. That's funny. So anyway, I'm so glad we got together Me after too. so much time. I feel like I missed Katie. Stop that. I feel yeah. like you missed it. Katie is Miss Nose because she wants the attention, so she uses her nose to get your hand up on her head. I know. She is the only dog she... I've ever had that leans into me and... Wants you to touch her always. Doesn't yeah. matter where. Yeah, I want to know you're there. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. She's a beautiful dog. Thank you. Thank oh, I you. love I love her. Baby she's Joe. yeah, she's a very very friendly dog. She's too. a river dog because you know as soon as I get up and tell her she can go in the river, she'll be in the river. Really? Oh God, yeah. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us. You're basically in my backyard today. Mm-hmm. Life's three by fives. I'm Liz Wilder Boyer. And I'm Tim Larson. I'm going to go swimming with the German Shepherd. <laughs> if you don't mind. Bye. Thank you for joining Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. If you'd like to offer a conversation topic suggestion or contribute to the tip jar in support of this podcast, visit lifes3x5s.com. In the meantime, watch our Facebook page for more reasons to join us at another remote location for more unscripted stories on Life's 3x5s.